Good to see everybody. Good to be here. I'm running a little bit late. Sorry about that. I am really, uh, really look forward to clicking on this button right here. Well, that's not, that's not right. Wait a minute. Let me, uh, get you guys back in the, in the right, uh, Shamalama Ding Dong, baby. All right, let's, uh, hello, welcome. I look like shit. I have been in a weird, uh, sleep schedule. I probably should have done a show today, but uh, I miss I miss our time together, and uh, I thought I would uh, I would do that. So so uh, welcome welcome to Wednesday, and uh, I'm glad you guys could make it. Uh, it was late notice today. Um, I was <clears throat> went to bed about six right after the sun came up. I went to bed. Mm. And I uh, woke up, I was like, you know what, if you get out of bed right now, James, you could just do a show. And then no one would think you're a lazy fuck. And I'm actually not a lazy fuck. I've been, uh, I've been working it, man. I've been working it. There's been uh, all kinds of things to be, uh, to be working. Today I wanted to uh, see if I could uh, recap in one hour. Uh, very quickly, anything that that either you might have missed or uh, um, might not have uh, uh, done the math for the entire uh, the entire thing. We, we're talking about an eight story arc uh, that we've been telling here, and that uh, that story requires that I first uh, you can't you have to. Make sure you're not sharing, and then share, and then only then after you're not sharing, and then share, can you then go full screen. You cannot go full screen before you share. Oh my God, we cannot do that. Oh my God, you know we're we're we got four boosters. What else do you want from me? But yeah, I wanted to uh, to go over that. I built a playlist on YouTube, and uh, I don't normally do that. We have a playlist for one of the playlists that we have as you may know, is uh, uh, the music of James True Life. And all the songs that you guys love asking in the comments, even though now, no matter what, uh, even if I forget, there's no way that I can forget, but but even right now, uh, if you were to... Uh, uh, what was I talking about? Man, this is going to be a loopy show, I can tell you that. Uh, but, uh, uh, something about a playlist. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's a playlist on YouTube. I've never, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what I was talking about. I got you now. This stuff's hard to do with multitasking. First I'm going to hit go to my channel. It's going to start playing something cause it likes to do that. And then inside playlist, there is a playlist called the uncut story of Adam and Eve. And that playlist has this many, uh, this many uh, things on it, and um, I just realized that if I if I put that in there, you're not that's not going to work. But you need to uh, you, you you need to find that playlist here. Here's here's the link for it. Here's the link, and uh, inside there, there's for YouTube. Rockman, I'm gonna have Rockman doesn't do playlists, so I'm gonna have to send you Rock Rockies a uh, uh, you know. Uh, a YouTube playlist. Now, inside of these eight live streams, uh, covers 
almost everything. I say almost because I'd love it if we could wind you back to some of you may have been listening. Uh, salvation technology. This really knocks. Remember the whole, I will cut my genitals to show my allegiance to the Lord. That that even that, obviously, you could probably uh, see it now if you think about it. Even that shows there's this uh, uh, pointing, lodestoning to the uh, central idea of, uh, of 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 what's happening. So there are, there are eight episodes, and at the end of the those eight episodes, you should look at the Vitruvian Man, who you see on the screen right now, the Da Vinci's famous drawing uh, of a square in a circle. And the entire time, this has been staring at you the whole time. And it, it took you until today to realize it. One of you is going to write in the comments, I realized this yesterday. Way to go. You, you got it. But, but for everyone else, it took you until today to realize what this drawing really meant. Adam is drawn before you with two arms and two legs. Why? Uh, uh, two sets of arms and two sets of legs. Why? Because he's the primal Adam. It's the chimera, right? And he, it's been in front of you the whole time. And if I can direct your attention down below the belly button to uh, Mr. V's junk there, I think you're gonna you're probably looking at a Ganesh right there. It's been there the whole time. And this idea of this dual uh nature of Adam, that Adam is born, uh or Adam comes from this central uh uh hermaphroditic origin, which is pretty freaking freaky, I know. But it lays to waste any debate, any kind of questions at all that we've ever had about about fetish, about sexual tension, about divorce rates, that really I think what we're doing when we're men when they're getting when they're getting born, they're like, where's my vagina? I I cleavaged my vagina. That's the technical term for it. I cleavaged that inside the womb, before I even mitosis, the first thing I did is say, look, I, I'm going to either, I have to lose either my, 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 uh, my obelisk, I have to lose my rod of Aaron and the Ten Commandments, or I have to lose the Ark of the Covenant. You get to choose one to lose when you're born. Some of us, us, I'm not one, uh, be fascinating though, to think about the thought experiment of that, but but uh, uh, some of us maybe don't have to go through that kind of uh, rigmarole, and that would be the the Vitruvian man. And can you really just can you pause and give it a sec just to think about? I mean, I know it's weird, but but seriously, just just think about it for a sec. If you could, if you could. I'm just going to say, if you could take your rod of Aaron and curl it inside where the Ganesh carrot goes, you could curl it inside your Ark of the Covenant and drop off some manna, right? Squeeze, roll those Ten Commandments around a little bit and and, uh, and pump out some manna. If you had both parts, and we do know, I showed you in uh, episode, which is all in here, by the way, but as you notice in episode 363, that's, uh, that's a doable thing. But uh, you, you could then inseminate your own 
womb with true hermaphroditism. The killfish is one of these animals that has this ability. Many, many, many animals have this ability. It's a very common thing. It's, uh, it's actually more uh, common than it is uncommon. So, if you could, could impregnate yourself, what would your baby be? Think about this for a sec. What would your child be? Elohim says, I will make you in my image. I made you in my image. And Elohim is the plural. It's the uh, primordial plural. And so if you were to picture, as we, if we've been discussing through all of this, these great works, uh, pun, no pun intended, but uh, um, as we've been, uh, that Elohim would have, oh, come on escape okay that elohim would would have uh, a completely different experience when it comes to children you would be your own child which would mean that you would the elohim live forever live for eternity and that i would say to you if you did not have to convince one of the finer stargates that listened to us in the audience, if you did not have to wake up and, and convince them to, to let them uh, house your seed and to mix, create a chimera. That's, what the, that's what's really happening on the wedding night. We are forming a chimera because I cannot reproduce without you and you cannot reproduce without me. So neither one of us will bear the full brunt of giving birth to ourselves and that if we cannot handle ourselves and that the reason why we could not give birth to ourselves from a very early age is because we would have fucking choked ourselves out we would have been like dude you were way too difficult and so by creating this chimera proposition we get to only have to deal with half of ourselves only half and it completely ruins our immortality thing going on where we, literally we could wake up one day and, and be like, you know what, I want to have kids and, and uh, just don't get out of bed and boom, right? Take your Vitruvian and stick it in the Vitruvius and, and you have man. Now, all the way back in the land of giants, all the way back, let's see if we can go there. We learned that, uh, well, we learned a lot. Um, we learned a little bit more about the jo the giants and how kind of weird it is that, that every other creature is allowed to have gigantism except for man. For some reason in society, we've decided, no, we can't do that. We've learned cross-culturally all the different giants that were around, right? You can uh, watch this episode to, uh, to refresh if you missed that. But that there's all these same similar myths. There's the Nauahu flood story with the giants, the Tower of Babel, and the Kodax, all in one. All in one thing, right? We learned this, uh, this giantism uh, was actually directly proportional marketing. We learned Neanderthals or what we're calling Neanderthals. 
And we're learning that this island gigantism is something that happens in every species, including human. You put them on a small island and the big, big animals are going to get small and the small animals are going to get big. We looked at the cover-up of all the giant information that's been either removed or played off as dinosaurs. Remember that? This is a great episode, just this one episode. We learned about six fingers. We learned that actually having six fingers is not that, is not that weird. That you've been told that that's a deformity, and you've been told that because they're just covering up where we, how we got here. We're just covering up how we got here. That's why we say things like, oh, it's a deformity. When... Really, there's no proof that it is a deformity. If anything, it's proof that, well, if you were larger, you would have these kind of characteristics. We looked into horns, remember? We looked into uh, some giants that we knew from history. We knew we talked about and discussed how the Nephilim are actually gigachads, these uh, highly genetic evolved, quote, quote, I mean evolved in a, not necessarily, you know, gray way, but uh, yeah, this, uh, uh, all that stuff. And we, it led over to the cervical, remember the, the rib, the extra rib in our neck bone. So you not only do you have six fingers, six toes, but you have this extra bone in your neck. And we don't, that's like a <clears throat> one in 200 people have that. Or one in, uh, it, watch the episode to prove my list because I, I give you the statistics. It's high. And if, if it were looking at a mutation, then there would be one in 200 chance that, that each of us would have three years, that, that, that many of us would have multiple nostrils. This is a very specific thing that, that relates back to the fact that uh, larger reptiles with a larger neck had this cervical bone because they needed it to hold up their head. So all of the data is there. What, what's been happening is, is that we've just been, just been ignoring it a lot, you know? Just been kind of worried about ignoring it. And so we have been. In 366, we went into the name of God itself. We actually discussed that, which uh, is important because you we found out that, that God himself rose out of this uh, primordial ooze. And that, that we were literally worshiping a, a squid with, uh, you know, a good morning pup tent. That's the birth of, of Yahweh himself. Was that as a spelemonite? And the angioped? Or angiopede? That this this was the early shape of Yahweh. The Starbucks cup itself, that's the primordial Yahweh coming out emerging right there. Some of us call it a Braxis. Goes by many names. And that from a Braxis, what we decided is, you know, we really want to worship the Priapus. And we have this entire idea, remember the 4,000 uh, buried, uh, remember the lesbian archaeologists, and they uh, uncovered one uh, stone, ancient stone petrified dildo, and then they uncovered another, then another, then another, then they finally just like, I don't want to do this anymore. I didn't come here to be a lesbian archaeologist and dig up 4,000 phallusi. But the phallusianians, the phallusianians were right there in Rome, 4,000 phalluses dug up in one pit themselves and that this was the birth of our religion we don't get to say oh we were always pious and clean no we weren't this is how you got to church church itself was this this uh or else or else right that's the virgin all that stuff then we started looking at uh, elohim 
and uh, the true meaning of that word. Just great, great episodes here. The content that we're putting out here, I'm telling you. Uh, thank my patrons um, if, if you're enjoying this stuff, because it did. We talked about how it became a fad to actually hide the name of God. It became a fad. It was just like, don't tell anyone God's name. Why are they persecuting me? Whatever you do, don't tell them the name of our creator, but I don't know why they're persecuting me. Don't tell them the name. If you tell them the name, I will burn you, and I will cut your, your child's junk. Don't tell them the name. Why are they persecuting me? Why are they persecuting me when all I did was insist that we never tell them the name? So we've, we've seen this move. Tracing around this fetish for this core wound that we've had this whole time. And how we've had to remove the Asherah, the wife. We've had to take her out of this relationship. And we've combined this multi-priapus God into this singular thing that we called Yahweh right now. And look at all his names. All these different ideas competing for, for your worship. Competing for your uh, worship. We discussed uh, civilization, rinse and repeat. Looked at uh, <clears throat> at how the same flood stories uh, all point to this same idea of there being these multiple resets, and the built into this uh, history is the same concept. This Egyptian uh, story of Adam here. All these flood traditions tracing. Do you remember this? Some good stuff. All these flood traditions tracing back to the same thing. All this stuff. We learned that that the Tower of Babel and the Ark of the Covenant are actually the same thing. That they come from the root almond, and that almond, the amygdala, the the uh, is uh, the button on top of the Stargate. You push the button on top, right, guys, to get in. You want to open the Stargate. You push the button of almond, the the migdale. The word Migdale is tower, the almond of Babel, right? Because you have to talk to her. You have to get down there and talk to that almond and say, Hey, almond, how's it going? You've got a nice little stargate here. How are you doing in there, right? And that's, this is the, uh, what is this? This is the key to life itself, isn't it? Talking to the Migdale, finding the Ark of the Covenant. We discussed that the two stones, it's not one set of commandments, right? It's not like... God doesn't have a, a, a type 11 typeface, right? He's, he, he has to put it on two stones. Why is he putting it on two stones? Because you got two stones with a rod in the middle, a budding rod in the middle, right? And a cup of manna. It's just, it's kind of gross if you think about it. But we've been saying that. We've been doing that the whole time. We've been worshiping this. Remember, our definition of the word worship is anything that you give time or attention to is, is a form of worship. Even if you want to say, I hate that, you're, you're worshiping it. You're giving it your, your alms, which is your witness, your life force, right? We discussed how the ark itself actually turned from a tower into a boat. It's a great series here, really cutting-edge stuff here. I guess I should stop saying that. The preserver, this idea that it actually was blocking life itself, discovered that uh, Dusalon uh, was actually the same Noah, which means that his father was Prometheus, which is pretty cool. So Lamech and Prometheus are the same. We got the same boat story in India. And we started looking at the flood and how it actually traces down to trimester dates. So all this is coming back to this idea of, uh, of uh, regeneration God, right? The God of eternity. Of course, we discussed the purpose of giants. Talked about uh, why they were there. They're there to carnal. Remember that 
uh, as Mo said uh, in a really funny meme yesterday. <clears throat> God, God looks to Noah and says, Noah, you will build a fucking ark. And Noah's like, do you mean like a fucking ark? Or do you mean like an ark made for fornicating? Do, do you, which, which do you mean? God, you got to be straight with me. You know, I'm kind of slow. You got to help me out. You're the Elohim. Which one do you want? And God says, both, Noah. Both. But you're going to have to watch those meerkats because I'm pretty sure Jeffy is a homosexual. So we, uh, we, we discovered through Enoch too how important it is to take this branch of Cain and to literally uh, curse that branch. It's a form of bonsai that we have. Discuss a little bit about Ham's curse. Right? And the implications of, of, of how all this means, all of these things in this one story, this uncut story of Adam and Eve. And then I'm surprised this is, maybe it's the thumbnail, but this is uh, the least watched episode in this series, which I was kind of surprised by. Because um, in this one, you really started to look at the history of what this religion actually came for the true origin of the ark the covenant of the priapus the story of jack and jill the story of what it meant for jack and jill to go up and fetch a pail of water all those things right do you know what episodes great question uh if you're looking on the screen you'll see the first number that i have there is the episode number for all these so right now this is uh episode 360 the christ before jesus <clears throat> Or if you follow that playlist, it'll uh, it, the link that I put in the playlist, it, it gives you the episodes there too. But thank, yeah, thanks for asking. But we learned about that. We learned about Farajo means Falaho. The true birth of the Pharaoh really means the dude with the Osiris, the, the obelisk in the morning. Right? Heliopolis isn't the only place that has this obelisk. We learned that, that really the, the birth of our... <laughs> The birth of, of what we even consider religion came from this monthly orgy. These festivals, Floralia, Liberalia, Lupercalia, Vulcanalia, Fornicalia. Hey, baby, what are you doing for Fornicalia? Oh, I don't know. I'm probably going to go down to the temple and let someone worship my almond. And Bacchanalia, Dionysica, Hilaria, Pri Priapia. You know, that was the... Uh, <clears throat> A lot of, uh, we'll just call that Pride Month. Bonadia and Adonai. Isn't it weird that Adonai was actually one of these? The, the, uh, one of the, this is a big, talk about a huge clue, is one of the words for one of the orgy festivals, Adonai, was actually the same word used by the Hebrew to say, oh, you, this is a very holy name, Adonai. And I, I use Adonai because of how holy I am. And literally three days ago, that dude was totally just nailing a goat, you know. And he probably like petted the goat. This is where pet, petting the goat cat probably came into it. It's like, I will put my sin into you. And he's like explaining it to the goat. Yeah, look, it's the salvation technology because someone has to die for my sins. So what I'm going to have to do, goat, is give you some wine. And I'm going to have to drop my seed into you and then push you off the cliff. That's why this episode on the uh, salvation technology really should have been in here because it, it, it actually really hits home with where and how 
how we how we were coming from all this place. Uh, we learned the Ophiuchus. We learned this idea of, of the phi and the ring and the ankh, that, that you're looking right there at the convergence of the stargate. You're at the, at the gate of the almond saying, hey, may I come in? The horizon of the resurrection of Pharaoh. You want a resurrection? Yeah, you, you find an Isis, you put a ring on that, and you will be resurrected. A lot of history of swearing on the phallus. Genesis 24.9, O oh, great phallus, I snow. Oh, Genesis 24.9, And the servant put his hand under the thigh of Abraham's master and swore to him concerning that matter. That's not the only instance of this touching the thigh, but, but it's there. Many, many instances. You need to watch the whole episode to get them all. And the time drew nigh that Israel must die, and he collided his son Joseph and said unto him, If now I have found grace in thy sight, put, I pray thee, thy hand under my thigh, and deal kindly and truly with me. Bury me not. I pray thee in Egypt. And they do in the blue shirts, the last to know that he's not touching a belly button. That what he's stroking there, the other guys know, they're like, oh, that guy's really stroking it. That is not a belly button. The word umphalos, phallos, is a clue. Phallos is a clue. Follow the phallos to umphalos. We learned that the word pulpit literally is the male and the female sex organs combined. We saw that that before Rome uh, actually incorporated this this religion, which which you know, let's be frank, uh, really was was what we would call Christianity, the packaged version of Christianity. I think this strengthens you, by the way, if you're a Christian. What I'm about to tell you, this strengthens you, because it turns out this whole time that that idea of of the Christ. Uh, was Krishna in India and Christos in Rome. And some people are like, oh, they made the whole thing up. Rome made... No, actually, what Rome did is said, look at this idea of the Christos, of the Christ. Let's incorporate that into what we have. Let's stop having sex orgies because we have too many people in Rome. This is not sustainable. We have to keep invading other people because there are too many sex orgies in this town. Let's eliminate the sex orgies entirely and let's start a eugenics program. And that we're still doing that today. The entire month of June is this same Roman program. If we, you guys, please stop fucking out there. Please stop. Stop. No, we don't need a parade float of Stargate uh, albino almond vaginas no 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 mardi gras we need a uh we need a uh, a sanctity gras and that those programs were implemented on purpose and that anyone who you would put in charge of government you would expect the same do you know why because there are people out there that are like someone should do something there's all these feral cats we should Someone that I don't actually directly work for should be responsible for this problem. And so people are wandering around grabbing feral cats when no one's looking and uh, eugenicizing them. Making them sterile. And we're walking around like, well, yeah, of course they do that to cats, but we wouldn't do that to people. It's not like healthcare is a right. It's not like people are like demanding that healthcare is a right. Because if it was, if that was it, this would be like the greatest way to implement this uh, feral cat program is under the auspices of healthcare. This is healthcare. Yeah, I'm going to cut your nuts off because it's healthcare. Thank you. Would you like some healthcare? 
Hi, I'd like to uh, cut your nuts off for health care. Who would like their nuts cut off for health care, please? Right? One guy got so mad in the comments that I said this. James, I hate so is not. That is not correct at all. It's not Iopeter and it's not Iuno. It's like, okay, dude. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Expert, that it's not those things. This is the book that tells you that you're wrong. Now, you can argue with the book. And you can say that, that all these... Uh, 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 etymological evolutions are just bunk. I don't care. I don't care because the only person here who's trying to disrespect Christianity would be you. The one who's insisting that none of these things had any bearing at all in the origin. None of them did. That's loco, dude. It's loco. Look at the similarities. 24 similarities between Krishna and Krishnos, right? Virgin birth, godly biological father, earthly foster dad, deity in flesh, one-third of the trinity, angels hailed his birth, star birth announcement, pleasing sounds from the sky, oh, shepherds attending birth, hello, we're here for the birth, expensive gifts, we brought you some frankincense and a gift card, born poor, uh, bitching about paying taxes, both of them, preceded by another before them. A ruler tried to kill the forerunner, the one before them. Well learned when they were young. Cured leprosy. Offered world by devils. Still said no. Anointed by a poor one. Performed catering miracle of some kind. Apparently that was important back then. Walked upon water. Predicted their own death. Pierced by metal. Died and rose again. Promised to return on a white horse. Messiah-like saviors crucified before sending into heaven. Got another really just pissed off remark about, about this, saying, how dare you say that? Dude, this is the book. The 18 Messiahs. You can look it up on Wikipedia. I mentioned, I, I said the whole book in the episode, but it's just there. Not, this isn't like obscure stuff, guys. It's not. You're, you you have people in the room that watch Charlton Heston and literally think that Hollywood is their fucking God and that, that Hollywood tells them, okay, so you have a soul, but you don't have a soul. You don't have a soul, but you do. But there's a rainbow bridge because I like my dog. So I don't want any other dogs to have souls, but my dog does have a soul because of the rainbow bridge, uh, even though he wasn't saved. It totally works out. It, that's not Christianity. That's consensus. That's consensus. That is, let me listen to what most people think something is, and I will call that a religion. That's not even worship, right? That's just lazy, lazy-ass fucking thinking. It's not, it's not helping you or anyone get closer to God. Looked at this symbol, the monstrance and the pics. This whole idea of do not stick the Aaron's rod inside the hole until it's time for battle and anyone who desecrates these even though we're here to kill people and we need all the men if you desecrate this we will kill you on the battlefield instead right that we went from we inverted the phallus that's what the cross is it's inversion and i'm not saying oh we have to go back to to making 4,000 phallus size no i'm not saying that i'm just telling you what happened to religion itself it literally inverted itself and if you want to know what, what makes a society go from 4,000 phallicized buried in a pit to the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, it's called government. It's called propaganda. That's how you get there. And it doesn't take away from your Christianity. It strengthens it because you understand 
the footprints where you came from. You see that. Right? We discussed the Egyptian Christ before there was even Christ. Right? We discussed the Serapis. Great info on the Serapis. The Serapium, one of the first things I've ever burned. This is why I'm surprised people didn't catch this episode. The Library of Alexandria. I think was directly related. The burning of the Library of Alexandria was directly related to this goal. To getting us from how do we get from 4,000 phalluses into there. You're going to have to burn some libraries. You're going to have to consolidate some texts in order to get there. And that's what happened. Here's a Christian mob destroying the pagan library. Even though we've been told by Charlton Heston that it was the Christians that were persecuted. And no. <clears throat> No, actually. Do you know how you know Christians weren't persecuted? Because there's Christians everywhere right now. That's how you know they weren't persecuted. The definition of persecuted means you will not see goodness from this. Johnny Depp was not persecuted. Johnny Depp was made a hero, right? He's paraded through the street. That guy wasn't persecuted. We have this false idea about what persecution... Persecution means that they give you a golden scepter and a golden fleece and gold shoes and a golden helmet and then say, go kill that bitch you never met. That's what, that's what the mythology, Charlton Heston, tells you what persecuted means. It means to be praised, right? Because we're living in a, in a world that, 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 that has things kind of turned upside down. Topsy-derby, right? That Alexandria was the first internet, and that shit had to go, which is why you don't find any mention of the word pyramids in the Bible. Right? Discuss Romans 13. People are like, James, I can't believe that you think that Romans 13 means that the government inserted something into the Bible. And I'm like, okay. I doesn't really matter if you believe me or not. I'm not here. See, unlike other people in the Charlton Heston faith, I don't need a certain number of people to agree with me and then my belief suddenly magically becomes a little boy like Pinocchio. I just read Romans 13.1. You're the one that has to read that at night and tell me that these are the divine words of God to pay your taxes. And discussed how, why is it so hard to believe that Rome was even a, a controlled demolition? Right? And the biggest, the biggest proof of all, <clears throat> if you apply enough marketing, you can make people think that the year's one. It's year one now. Yeah, the date, oh, it's year one. Oh, I'm still putting, <laughs> I'm still putting 3,782 on my checks. Yeah, I know. And it takes so long because you have to like pound into them, you know, you have to like cut the stone and put, and then, you know, there's a lot of, uh, you don't want to know why they changed the rear because you know how hard it was to like write the, the Roman numerals for five, for 3,782. They were just like, oh God. So M... M, M, well, he was three. So it's like, what? what's the five for 5,000, honey? Was it L? No, that's 50. C is 100. M, I don't know. It just put, put three M's. We'll just say it that way. And it's like, what if we just change the date to one? It's like, one? I like where you're thinking. This is going to save us a lot of rock quarrying. Someone call Fred Flintstone. This is going to get him promotion. It was a good idea, right? And that was just the, uh, just one, two, three, four. That's just the fourth episode in. Guys, it's just the fourth episode in. This is a remarkable series. 
I am just pandering myself, aren't I? Then we went into the Aedum, right? The splitting of the atom. Importance of what it was like to uh, to come birth was the story of Genesis itself. That the Calibans, the excuse me, the very first thing that happens in your womb, uh, the flaming sword or the Garden of Eden is this flashing of, of zinc that occurs. Talked about the apocalypse of Adam and how before then there was a lot, these were two aeons divided at birth. Discuss the ovaries as the tree of good and evil and the forbidden fruit being a liberated ovum, the actual seed, right? And that the serpent itself, it's so right in front of you. The serpent itself is the sperm. And what does it do? It goes in and it to Eden and it releases its apple. It releases a fruit. Right? The accuracy of our mythology proves we've been here before, that we've understood this for a long time. We've understood these things for a long, long time. The hermaphrodites throughout all these religions. Here's Ardhana Rishvara. Ardhana Rishvara, will you go to prom with me? Yes, but I want to be the man this time because last time I went to prom, I was woman and my date was horrible. He was a terrible dancer. So I will go to prom with you, but I will be male this time. That's Ardhana Shvarava. Hey, Ardhana Rishvara. I bought you a corsage. The androgenine of Adam and Eve, that this argument we discussed about, the Genesis 1 telling you the hermaphrodite with two faces, Genesis 2 telling you the primal androgenine divided. Well, I'm not going to go over this right now, but really, really, really important stuff in my opinion. Uh, discussed some Hebrew literature about this meaning of you have formed me behind, before and behind. It's got this very chimeric kind of look to it. We discussed how... Uh, the word for rib in Hebrew is actually the word for side in Hebrew. And that, that uh, it could be that, that the side, the chimeric side of that was built in. Really, really good episode on this. Uh, former uh, deeper meanings of male and female is to the piercer and recorder of the womb. We talked about uh, hypolitis and this pudendum. The fact that you feel shame is because you are missing some parts that the deep part of you knows you're missing. And not having those parts puts you into this realm of ka-seeking where you're looking for your missing parts. That in the past, I'm not proud of this, but I've, I've scored a few times with women. And each time I've scored, I think I've secretly been going, are you my vagina? Are you my vagina? Are you my vagina? And many of us end up in disappointment because we discover that was not my vagina. It was not my vagina. That was not my vagina. And that we are, we are wandering around in this world seeking the ka of our parts that aren't there. That's why we have a fetish. It's actually why we're attracted to the other mate. That built into your hardware without any kind of language at all, you have this desire to find what is missing, this missing ka out of you. 
and that you end up with these uh, complexes as you grow up as a direct result of these things. It's this core wound. And when you can sit down like we've done here and go over this eight-part series and look at this wound, your entire life changes because the psychology of what marriage is all about actually really fundamentally changes. And I'm not saying it means marriage is wrong. I'm saying that you now can understand and have a relationship with your Vitruvius, with your true Vitruvian person, right? That you can have that kind of understanding and concept. I hope you guys are okay with this wrap up because it'd be probably cool if we could fit this all in one episode. That's what I'm going to try. Uh, remind you, Adam is not used as a proper name until Genesis 4.1. He's actually used as, as like a generic uh, noun. Discussed how Eve is actually he, Genesis 23. Not only was it just 23, there's actually many instances of this. Uh, Genesis 3.13 is another one. It's that early rib stuff we talked about. We looked at the best sources for how would you actually copy and get this DNA. Uh, here's last year's prom picture of Adhanarashvara. Hey. The corsage. Rebecca in Genesis 24.16 referred to as a young boy. Young boy. The patriarchs were hermaphrodites. Yeah, you heard me. You heard it here first. The patriarchs are hermaphrodites. They are. And they're giants, which means they had room for these parts. They had room. Genesis 9.21, Noah, turns out Noah is talking about her tent. Her tent. Here's all my homework. If anyone wants to say, James, you're so not right. You're just making that stuff up. There's like, it's like one example. All you've done is just listed one example. It's like, no, bitch. There's 21 examples. You look it up. Ganesh itself, where do you stick the carrot? Right under the trunk, right? It says, Adam, this is your Vitruvian man right here. It's right there, my friends. It's right there. Uh, Priyapati was actually a god in India. Just like the Christos, remember? Just like the Christos and Krishna. Uh, so tis the Priapus. Priapus in Rome, Priapati in India. Right? Uh, the best way to eliminate an old culture is to put a border in between it. You know that, right? And that the uh, Christ, Christnos, Krishna is showing you the clue that, that these, these ideas were, these lands were more conglomerated. Think of Alexander the Great. Think about what the world was like then when, when more of these people were talking and when, when Heliopolis and, and uh, I'm sorry, when uh, uh, Karnak was allowed to be a true temple of man. Like just, I can't even imagine what it was like back then. And that was before they burned all the books. So who knows what we had? Elijah. <clears throat> we now know Elihu, yeah, my God, Eli, Eli, he, which means who, and is she, yeah, he is she, my God, he is she, Elijah, Elijah, literally means, uh, Ganesh with the carrot secret, Atum, the complete one is this primordial hermaphrodite from Egypt, so it's not, this is pretty common God, Atum. Aten, uh, different uh, uh, trick, but to still bring back that uh, hermaphroditic uh, idea with Akhenaten. Uh, highly recommend this book, Mark Samoth, The Name. Uh, taught me a lot about, uh, about uh, certain parts of this, certainly not all of it, but parts of it. Then we started to notice that Aphrodite was a he, she. A lot of Aphrodite was that way. That other lady that starts a channel, oh, James said that Aphrodite. It's like, yeah, just listen to the episode. You know, during the episode, you're actually 
talking over the parts where I'm telling you what it is I mean. But because you're so mad during that part, you can't hear it, which means you get to go create a video about how wrong it is. Uh, another book, the right, uh, I highly recommend this one, The Rise, Decline, and Fall of the Roman Religion. It's totally free. You can find it online. There's a link in the original episodes. Sorry, I don't have one here. But you can also just Google it, guys. Just Google it. What if God had boobs and balls? Just a God like one of us. Trying to find his vagina. Yeah, 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 yeah. What if Priapus found the ark? Right? Uh, you can hear the full song in that original episode. Uh, what do you see, Jeremiah? I see the branch of an almond tree, said Jeremiah 1.11. This is a dual-gendered Apollo drawing on the right there. Very effeminate Apollo. Yeah, I'm Apollo. And I, I don't give no apologies. Hey, Apollo, I want you to say you're sorry. I, I'm, I'm Apollo. I give no Apollo. Jeez. I just made that up. Uh, Yahweh's pronunciation, right? The old uh, Popeye. I am that which I am. I am he which is I. Remember? It doesn't actually say I am he that is. I am she that is. I am that which am. Both of those are are those generic plural pl pronouns. Are you saying, James, that, that that he's like identifying, that God's identifying is like a, a hermaphrodite? And I'm like, no, I'm not saying he's identifying at all. I'm telling you that if you look up the genetic code. Remember last week when you were like, there are only two genders. And I, I said, well, how do you know that? And you're like, because of science and zetetics. And then I showed you that there are actually three genders. That hermaphrodite is a third gender. What did you say? No, that's not true. That's totally not true. But it's genetics. We use the same argument that you just used in dismissing all the other uh, transgenders, which I don't care. Fine. Dismiss, whatever. I am not here to champion anyone except for what actually happened while we're here. I don't give a shit how judgmental or how important it is that you get upset or if you want to go burn something or call me some sort of name with the word L or T in it. Who the fuck knows? It doesn't matter. I'm just telling you what actually happened. What actually happened. This dude totally, totally uh, treated like shit because he started talking about this hermaphroditic God. Same with this dude. More in the episode. Elohim. What does that word mean? L male. O female. Eam, plural, the pluralness of male and female, this double-sexed God. Original concept of prayer was not, give me, give me, give me something. It was, I will unite my all-mother and all-father and the rebus. I will complete what was always meant to be completed, right? The, seriously, the, the base root of alchemy itself has this Shekinic... Uh, origin story of the uniting of these two things. When soul issues from heaven, they issue male and female as one. It is only as they descend that they are separated. Uh, one of many, many, many passages from the Zohar. If you guys don't know what the Zohar is, it's I think it's 12 volumes. 12 volumes of just pure commentary. A lot of people don't know that the Talmud, because they think that because there's a book called the Talmud, they think the Talmud is a uh, religious writings, but it's actually uh, oral teachings that finally someone wrote down, 
And if you want to start reading the Zohar, you're going to have to get out your fucking checkbook because the copy of this book, which I do not own, I don't own this. It'd be great to own it. But the reason why I don't want to own it is because I would then want the other volumes. But just this volume two is like a $400 piece of literature. It's really big. And it's not even like a first edition. It's just that not a lot of people actually read this stuff. But there's a lot of these kind of verses. You can uh, search a lot of the Zohar stuff online, but the problem is when you find it online is that there's not like a one, there's not like a King James version of the Zohar, right? So there's not like a a complete set where you can say, yeah, turn to uh, chapter one, verse six, uh, the Priyapati Kadiyati of Mashirati is, no, it's, uh, yeah, the translation by Matthew, uh, his third volume, which is actually your second volume if you're from the uh, Indigus uh, train. But the Sadiva translation is like, it's more like a body translation. It's like totally different. But the Indica is like straight up mental fuck noodle, like wrapped around you. It, it, it It's uh, a, this is why I think a lot of people don't uh, feel sort of distant from the Zohar because it's got these uh, tricky learning curves. And when you read something with Zohar, you can't just like go home and look it up. You don't, unless you actually have that volume, you're, you're not in luck. Why am I telling you all this? Just anyway, uh, Amida is actually the pose of the Oscar. That's it's believe it or not. This is this union of the uh, male and female, believe it or not. Trace back into there. There's a couple of Zohar verses uh, talking about it. Uh, Good Boy Girl by Moses. I don't know what that means. Sorry. I can't remember that. Uh, This is the one I didn't actually... uh, Yeah. Uh, Adam is plural. Uh, Pretty common uh, idea. It wasn't the first time. The Kuan Yen. uh, Very famous he, she. Uh, Yahweh itself. The word Yahweh itself is the same he, she. And if you remember in this episode... Do you guys have any idea how much we covered in this APAR series? It's amazing. Because you learned that the true meaning, right, of the Ark, the Ark is a place that's stored in the Torah, which means you're seeing Yahweh, but you're looking at the outside of the name. So you're looking at the dressed version of God. If you want the undressed version of God, it is who he, who he. It's weird, I know, but who is Hebrew for him? He is Hebrew for her. Her he. Her he. What is the what is the golden ratio phi, right? It's the phallus and the arc combined, right? It's the same thing. We have sexual overtones in our religious roots, just so you know. If you miss that point, that's kind of what we're trying to say right now. Uh, even the meaning of going backwards actually is things that are in front of us. It's just that we've really turned everything around. The moment we changed this date, remember writing changed? All of our letters changed direction. The way we read changed direction. We went from year 3,782 to year zero. Uh, we uh, killed off Ashira. We divorced uh, the female. We we turned all of our monthly sex orgies into these... Uh, Eugenical tirades and about how, how, how naughty your genitals are. All of these are, are for profit. These are important important things that we have to do to, to reach where we've gotten today. And that was just the splitting of Adam. And then we went into hermaphroditus. We actually went into hermaphroditus. And we started to look at what actually hermaphrodite was. 
we found out that Venus, Hermes, is the horned Aphrodite. Mercury is the horned Venus. Highly recommend you check out this episode. Really cool stuff. We learned that it turns out that <clears throat> that Hermes had to have been a hermaphroditic giant. And that Aphrodite, the reason why she has these hermaphroditic uh, tendencies in a lot of different places is because their, when I say tendencies, their child was Hermaphroditus, the very first Hermaphrodite. I mean, not the first, but what I mean is that our names for that, Hermaphroditus, Hermes plus Aphrodite. And the only way that you could have the Hermaphrodite is one of these others was Hermaphrodite. And I'm telling you, it was a Hermes. It's giving it away. <clears throat> Notice that Hermes is not the symbol of male and female. Hermes is the symbol of the female that has horns. Female with horns. Think about it. What does that mean to have horns? And the statues give it away. They tell you what it means. It's like it means Eve's got some junk in her trunk is what it means. And this is a pretty popular deity. Here's one in repose with her Ganesh nose just hanging out right there while she's lounging. She ain't got no shame. There ain't no penundra on her. Look at the, uh, the statue of Hermes. That's a female. Look at that soft face. Yes, he's got a beard. I know he's got a beard. It's a female. Now again, three genders. But only if you're looking at genetics. And when we talk about how three genders isn't really that out. It's not. It's not. That the Elohim have this in the bottom right. They have all that. They have all of it at once. They're a full Ganesh. Talked about chimerism, that you actually, chimerism doesn't mean you have a weird uh, dolphin head on your on your shoulder. That's actually not what it means. Here's Taylor Mole. She's two completely different, separate DNAs, two immune systems, two bloodstreams. Thank God she's not RH negative because she would have killed herself. That you have this built-in chimeric nature that's built into you. What does that remind you of, that chimerism? Where's the truth? It's right here. Where's the truth? It's right here. The truth is right here. Right. Self-fertilizing. There's the killifish. You want to read more about that? <clears throat> uh, we talked about uh, Fane's Lightbringer. Look at that smile. His face there, another hermaphroditic figure. We started talking about how easy it is to uh, uh, to genetically alter goats we had to end the the episode then we got into the freaking ark of baphomet holy cow right all in one series all in one series and we went right into this idea of the mechanics of mythology how the more a story resonates the archetype the more it lingers which means you end up kind of being able to define truth by that uh, we discussed how Baphomet actually uh, came out of this. It went from Abraxas to Aegea Pan to Pan to Capricorn to Baphomet. It's uh, the father of Pan. Is this Aegea Pan? And think about what is the Pan, this fertility god. It's a really fascinating clues here. The 12 Twitons, they were all twins. They were all chimeric twins. And I think that's where that hermaphrodite was because a lot of these gave birth to them. They were self-birthing protoplasts, right? Castor and Pollux, founders of Rome, same kind of twins. Double-headed eagle, right? Probably a symbol of hermaphroditism. Shear and her pole uh, has the chimera on it. Uh, all these creatures that were mixed somehow. 
Uh, just a little story of Yahweh. Uh, concept of mitosis, the splitting of the atom, the cleavage itself, the Garden of Eden right there. The Nile is the placenta. It's a new fact you learned on James True Live that this white walls of the city is actually uh, lining that whole thing. And what what's birthed in the placenta? Oh, the Baphomet. Banibjedit. Banibjedit was born there. And that this Baphomet figure um, is attached to this same kind of unification of the two. There's um, red and white Egypt, uh, but also male and female. And you're looking underneath uh, Simatawi, all these different uh, Sumerian gods that have that same idea of this origin, of this splitting of the two. Of course, we know Baphomet got it on with uh, with uh, Hat Hatmahit, and they had Horus the child. It was birthed out of this Baphomet. And this is what, guys, this is Noah. There's Noah, the Baphomet. And his child Horus right there. And we talked about why is the Knights Templar worshiping a Baphomet? Why are they doing walking around worshiping a Baphomet? And why does the Baphomet have these symbols? Aedem, right? It's not Adam, it's Aedem. Got these two chimeric forces combined into one why is tom hanks flashing the baphomet sign on a major motion picture right gnum another figure of the baphomet he created all things from himself he had that universal body <clears throat> then dara temple we should all go there for a little meetup be fun uh, daksha same kind of baphomet except for this one's in india here's baphomet pouring literally the two genders into the waters uh, the original Lamb of God right here, the Baphomet, right? More Baphomet. Uh, just always like to throw some jet pillar in there whenever we can look at the jet pillar. Another Baphomet, another Baphomet. Uh, and meanwhile, we had all these choices for fertility gods, but we wanted this one instead. We, 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 we literally passed on the 16-breasted Artemis statue that you literally just go up to any one of her nipples and there you go. And we're like, no, no, we think this is more of fertility. These goats. And of course, Dolly, the first sheep to be cloned, listed, lived for half the time she was expected. That sheep, have this, we can do these sheep-human hybrids very easily in them. That it turns out that sheep have these uh, marvelous benefits for all these things. You know, transplantation, multiplets, chimerism, modeling humans... Yada, yada, yada. God of fertility. Why is the God of fertility Pan? Because Pan is the Baphomet. That's why. That's why. Great episode. <clears throat> Learned a lot in this one. Uh, Pan's the only one that actually died. This is truly the mortality part. The first one to actually die. Because that mortality thing is hooked into it. right? And then, of course, to really bring it home, we noticed how... Uh, all the Baphometic uh, descendants slowly lost their ability. And look at the giant drop-off was at the Baphomet. Look at that. At Noah, that was where the drop-off started. That before then, most of your patriarchs survived for 900 years. It definitely had, a, you know, Lamech had some issues there. A little uh, infidelity at home, I think. But right when the Baphomet came out, just like uh, Dolly the sheep lived half as long, the child of 
Baphomet lived half as long as 400. And then what happened? The child of that child lived half as long. So it's a halving. Why is the halving? Because the chimera split. The Aedem split, which causes that. Great episode, Ark of Baphomet. And then we brought it home with the birth of Noah. Birth. Of course, Noah is an albino. We know that from the description. He had some very interesting characteristics. We talked about colonizing Mars. talked about how mythology turns out to be true. We discussed albumism and how it was traced into Noah, giving him the ability to see things that are more uncomfortable for other people to see. Discussed how there's an army of darkness that was coming for the uh, preserver, the story of Gilgamesh, that to hide himself, not from the water, but from the light. The original preserver was meant to survive a lighting, an EMF, an electromagnetic pulse, EMP, sorry, an EMP. Discuss the pure, uncut, albino source reality from the melanin. Oh, God. A quick question, a quick clarification. Some of you guys are asking, or some of you guys have assumed, which makes sense, you've assumed that that I'm telling you that if you have less melanin in your body, you see more, and that's not actually how I think it works. Albinism is not uh, causing... uh, uh, aperture opening behavior because you do not lack melanin. Alb- uh, those things are happening because your body th- albinism thinks you have melanin and it thinks it's secreting it. And so your amygdala is doing its job perfectly. It's saying they're not going to be able to handle this. And then you're ended up seeing something that you're not actually able to handle. So this, I, in my opinion, would be a relativistic thing with melanin. This is why there are uh, African-American albinos. It's the exact same kind of thinking. The albinism is not because your overall body has less melanin in it. The albinism is is that your body thinks it's able to stop and apply the brake, but when you push the brake, literally nothing happens. Uh, It's not included in this series, but you would need to watch The Eye of Ra to kind of be caught up. On, uh, on this aperture stuff, but that's uh, another thing. You need to look that up. Which arc is more plausible, right? Two by two, put them in a boat, play some music, a fucking arc, right? Or is it uh, creating chimeras from the lab? Which one's more plausible? You know the answer. It's the arc of chimera. That's much more plausible. And these things are are normalized. Even our maize, our corn has these things. Its ability to to splice and create these things. We have the legends of the chimera, the sphinx itself. We have all these legends of chimera. We have a chimera saving the world from other chimera. Why? Because the world was populated back then by chimera that were here to populate the place. Noah's body was an ark. Then we looked at why. This is a 12,000-year-old ticking time bomb. And if you want to survive the next deluge, you're going to have to reach a certain precipice with technology to where you can genetically even create a Baphomet again. Otherwise, humanity has to start over. This is why everyone's pushing so hard. This is why the people that are aware of the sacred texts that were uh, the only privileged people have, is that's why they have this time frame. And this is the age of Aquarius. That's why it's happening this way. You would want an arc, this genetic 
half goat, half man, someone that would have no problems bearing multiple children at once, something they have no problems bearing uh, twins, quintuplets, something that could give birth as easy as six weeks after insemination, and all those things occur because of the traits of these goats. The Lamb of God. So we picture what what was this carnal vow of giants? It's a valley of carnal sex because the purpose was to have kids. Twins, having twins, having twins, having twins, having twins, having twins. The older you get, the more likely you are to bear multiple uh, children, which makes perfect sense because if you're unleashing a Baphomet, you know that the very first one that lives 800 years, he's going to have a lot of kids. But then don't worry because each of those kids are only going to live 400. So it's a halving. So it automatically eliminates itself. And where does that halving came from? It came from when you, when you lost half your genitals. Half of your life force is gone from this original Elohim. So of course it's reflected in your life. And it's reflected in your, uh, your heredity too. And that's why we have this mixed thing where the twins are both a sign of the devil and a sign of someone who should be in charge of all of us. These hermaphroditic leaders, the giants of old. Right? More on the cervical rib. Protoplast, this is uh, the origin species like Adam and Eve, right? Talked about these chimeras in different cultures. Uh, this is a reminder to look back. We now know why Adam Kadmon has the Adam Kasea and the Adam Pagria. These are the bodily Adam and the hidden Adam. The Vitruvian man right there. Adam Kadmon. Now you know. This is Adam Kadman right here. There's Adam Kadman right there. And once he splits, the two splits, he's got the Adam Kasea and Adam Pagreya. Pagreya, whatever. Right? It's all right there, people. Then we got to the good stuff here because it turns out that the reason why Shem had this thing where he saw his father naked and then he got in a lot of trouble and he ended up getting cursed is because he wanted a piece of that Baphomet ass. He's like, dude, you're living 900 years. I'm only going to live 400 years. I want a piece of that. This is this is what this story is about. This is why, as you learned here on James True Life First, this is why it's actually correct to say that Ham was both Noah's son and grandson. Literally both. Because Noah was a hermaphrodite. Noah was a special kind of hermaphrodite, an arkish hermaphrodite. This is why Genesis 9.21 says it's her tent. The hermaphrodite is castrated. One theory about that is showing you what happens, right? If you lose your hermaphrodite status, you are castrated. If you lose that ability, you are castrated in that way. It's all right here. It's all just just right here. It's so even our fetish for, for bones has these traces and all these things. And what Lamech was going through, he was legitimately going through. Why why is my son this weird? Why is he why is he a maphrodite? What is going on? What was going on is we were populating the earth. And we only had 12,000 years to do it, so you had to hurry. You had to get something done. So you developed this Baphomet to do it. And then we found out Prometheus himself, who turns out to be Lamech, who turns out to be the father of Noah, that Prometheus himself was split into Epimetheus. So Prometheus is the primordial Adam Kadmon. Prometheus means forethought. Epimetheus means aperture thought. The maker of man, the maker of animal, 
immortality, and temptation. Great episode. From bones to stones, how did uh, uh, Noah populate? He threw the bones over his shoulder. Eve, it turns out, is actually Pandora. Learn that. Splitting of two children by the children of Prometheus is actually how we have our symbol of justice right now. That The symbol of justice came from Prometheus being split. That's why it's called Themis. Themis, the goddess of law. And those balances, those scales are the male and the female. It's all right here, people. It's all right here. And we, and we figured it out in this eight-part series. Talked about the fennel stalk. Uh, Prometheus uh, hiding uh, some traits inside the genes of fennel. And it turns out that fennel uh, is a hermaphroditic uh, seed that uh, any part of it will produce a new full hermaphroditic fennel from it. And that fennel uh, has a special uh, trait being heavy in this DLK1, which helps the liver. And we learned that the liver is the only organ in the body that can regenerate itself if 90% of it's missing. Some of you might say, what about the skin? The skin cannot generate itself if 90% of it's gone. Okay, your top layer of skin does grow. This is 90% of the liver can regrow. This is why Prometheus was attacked in the liver by the eagle. And how did they know? How did they know back then? The answer is because we've known this before, that this is all part of our knowledge. And it looks like Enoch himself was probably the first scribe. His genes were used as the first scribe. Remember Hebrew, that word to scribe means to mail. And that's why he was taken up into heaven in this very specific way Enoch was. His, his uh, root was used as a library. And that's, uh, that's that. All eight episodes surmised for you in an hour and 17 minutes. And I've had very little sleep. I, I don't know if you guys even enjoyed this uh, recap. I hope you did. I, it's important to me because I put a lot of time into this stuff. And I know that live streams, they tend to get forgotten. Uh, I think people think that it must be a... Uh, content that's only going to be available for relevant for two or three days. And that's not what I do on my live stream. Some of my live streams are definitely that way, but this is not. And so this, uh, the uncut story of Adam and Eve covers all of these things. And uh, I would encourage, whoa, I would encourage you to share this uh, episode. I mean, this uh, playlist with as many people as you can, who you might think are interested in it. There's the link again for that. And I just really want to give a shout out to my patrons. I, this took a lot. This takes a lot of reading and, uh, there's no way I'd be able to do this if it wasn't for the patrons helping the show. So thank you. Speaking of which we have a dojo tonight. Hope some of you guys, uh, will attend that. Um, and, uh, yeah, let me see if there's any, Wish these streams were on the stick drive. They they will be. If you buy anyone, just so you know, when you buy the stick drive, I take every current episode that I have. Although I am considering making a, you know, if I was to strip out all the uh, intro music to all eight of these series and like somehow marry them together, it would still be an eight hour watch. <laughs> so that's the reason why I haven't done that. But I've, I've uh, you know, it's hard to cut stuff because you, all the information is like, I think relevant and valuable. So I think I could maybe get it down to six hours, but that would be like a lot of editing of just taking out, you know, just banter in between. But most of it's, uh, 
uh, most of it's kind of needed to be in there. So, uh, so yeah, another, yeah, it's library parenthesis is something I sell. It's, it's all my work. Um, it's available on the, on the website. You get a thumb drive that has all that stuff and a free gift. Uh, you can buy that, uh, here, library parenthesis. You can buy it right now. And yeah, I agree. I think the banner is necessary and fun. You also want to get the information out. But but yeah, I agree. In fact, guys, as we're talking, I'm going to put a promo code if you want to get a deal on that. Uh, the promo code is AEDUM. This is going to be a special promo code. AEDUM. The mods will spell that for you, hopefully. But if you can type the word AEDUM, you are going to get uh, money off. And that is under... Um, where is that? It's like under some weird place. Um, <clears throat> yeah, they've got it under weird place. Coupons. There it is. Aedum. Yes, you. Just like that. That's going to be it. That's going to be the coupon. And if you enter, I'm putting it right now, so you can't, this won't work until I type this. A-E-D-A-M. Oh, capital. And we're going to say, we'll say 33%. How about that? 33%. Wait a minute. Percentage discount, 33 how does it want that? Yeah, 33. Uh, coupon expires at the end of this month. There, should work. So if you type uh, Edom, just like that, into the shopping cart, you'll get 33% off. Um, so, yeah. Uh, anything else? I guess this ran kind of long. It's 1222. Um, Crow's in the house. Hey, Crow. Um, let's see. Oh, thank you, Polymathing. All right, yeah, we got some Illuminati confirmed. Yep, 33. Is it possible that Jesus was born of a virgin is in true chimeric hermaphrodite? Yes, it is. Yes, it is a really good good thought there's a lot of marys you know we did an episode a long time ago where it was like i think we traced seven marys did you know there's like seven different marys yeah she gets around seven completely different marys that you can prove there, there's no way they could be the same mary yeah hit that like button and uh share that uh Share that uh, that playlist. All right, guys. Um, I will cut it off now. Well, Moses' father wondered about him when he was born because he didn't look like father or mother. Yes. Noah, Noah art carried on the only DNA, not actual animals. Yes. Yes, John Adams. And I think that, that the way that you would that Noah would carry that technology is with the primordial uh, zodiac. Eagle. 
man, lion, and bull. The genetic chimera, all four, the four crosses. I think there's something huge there. Something huge. We're still learning about. I'm still reading about it. But there's, yeah. Probably the original shape of what was on the Sphinx, right? Was this chimeric, the Ark of Chimera. Literally stored in between his arms of the Sphinx. The Regulus, right? Where the newborn king is announced. I really appreciate you, Blue Pill. Thank you. Thank you for letting me do this. I, I love doing doing what we do here. So, And you guys make it possible with your beautiful witness. So thank you. Yes, this is a good Cliff Notes for several episodes. If you want to take it longer, watch each of those episodes. There's there's more there. And if you if you doubt and you're like, that's bullshit, da, 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 do me a favor, if you don't mind, if you could if you could at least tell me in the comments whether or not you actually watched the full episode, do not please try not to refute this summary episode. Uh, because I'm really glossing over a lot of stuff. Uh, if you don't mind, if you really are interested in academic debate here, could you at least just watch that episode? If you put the comments in that particular episode, it would be better to say why I'm wrong. Uh, I, I I love that people can leave those comments there, so they'll, they'll always be supported. Um, all right, guys, we'll see you next time. Have a wonderful, uh, wonderful day, and uh, thanks for being here. Uh, don't forget the Vitruvian Man. Now you know, don't you? The Vitruvian Man. Did you guys ever think about that before? This whole time. He's been staring at you this whole time. This stuff goes right over my head. Oh, that's too bad. I spent a lot of work hoping it wouldn't go over your head. But hey, feedback is good. And I don't know how I could always... Some things are just hard to explain. Yes, Leo, Aquarius, Taurus, and Scorpio. Fixed cross of, of creation. Thank you much. We will see you next time. Mm-hmm.